When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Money Is Not Evil podcast, where you will learn all about the good money can do for you. We all know knowledge is power, so learn now and then earn. Enjoy. The biggest secret about rich people is this. My goal is to meet as many people on this planet as possible, people that are positive, people that have more time to create than to be critical, more time to hustle than they have to hate, and they want to actually add strategy and techniques that are proven to grow their business so that they can take care of their family and their church. When I came back to Phoenix yesterday, uh, I told my wife, I said, you know, this is where I, Grant Cardone got his start in this town. And yeah. The Grant Cardone you know today got started here, and, and I was here in Salt Lake City. I was 29, 30 years old maybe, and I was trying to figure out my, my business. I had this business where I had this idea. Joe talked about having ideas, and this idea was I have a way to teach anybody how to become a salesperson, even people that don't like sales and 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 people that actually are honest enough that they don't want to deceive or trick people or lie to people or not answer questions. How many of you like, that's what you hate about sales. You hate the whole, like, I can't tell you anything, but I got to try to convince you to do something. And I had this idea that I would change the way people sold things. And I went around the country and I was cold calling on businesses, plumbers, uh, car dealers. Roddy, how you doing, brother? Good to see you. Uh, car dealers, like like people that people that were doing sales, and I would call on them and say, "Hey, my name's Grant Cardone," and they're like, "Yeah." There was no books, there was no like no Instagram followers, there was no nothing, dude. No company, no success, no track record. How many been there? You got nothing. Nobody knows you. You just got this little thing going on, and you're like, "I, I got this thing." Something. I don't know what it, you don't even know what it is. You're like, shit, I think it's something. I don't know. Maybe not. Could be. Probably not. And I just kept calling on these people. And I had, uh, I had gone to maybe, I don't know, three or four cities and they were terrible. I was in Fort Lauderdale. I went to Fort Lauderdale where we live in Miami now. I went to Fort Lauderdale. I was there 16 days. We sold 20 tickets at like 195 bucks, $4,000. My, my hotel bill was more than the income. I'm like, this is not working. Nobody wants this. I was in Houston, Texas, about to quit. I was dating this girl. This is before Elena. I got a lot of before Elena stories. Some of them are in the room. And uh, whatever, it is what it is, man. We all got histories, right? Look, if Gonzo can share that about the feds coming in and getting him, I can share my truth, okay? So, so, true story, I was in Houston, Texas. I was dating this girl, Debbie, and I'm sitting at the Whole Foods, not a Whole Foods, but it was one of these little, um, you know, uh, new age, healthy joints. 
before they were famous, you know. And, and, and uh, I'm sitting there eating, and, I, and I'm like, what am I going to do? I, 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 nobody's going to hire me. I've lost six jobs. I don't have any money. And I'm like, this thing's not working. How many of you started, started something and it's not working? And you're like, I, I, you know. I'm like, God, you got to give me, you got to give me an answer here. I need an answer, dude. Okay. I don't even know if I believe in God at the time. But, but, but I'm at the point where I don't believe in my answers either. I'm like, okay, if you're there, do Buddha, Allah, Papa, God, GG. I'm like, I, all of you, I'll just pray to everybody. Like, devil, hey, I throw in a little devil. Shit, man. I mean, I want, like, like man, if you're listening, dog, give me a sign. So, true story, I get in my car, and I'm, I get in my car, and the license plates in front of me say Salt Lake City. And I'm like, that's the sign. I'm supposed to go to Salt Lake City. Okay, now, I'm telling you something to tell you something, right? What I was doing was, I got in my car Monday, the following Monday, and, and, and uh, uh, flew to Salt Lake City. I would get as far away from where I lived as possible. I lived in Houston, Texas. Okay, Houston, Texas was a thriving six million people in this city. There was plenty of businesses. I didn't need to go anyplace, but I had to leave my comfort of my bedroom and get as far away as possible and immerse myself in a market. And I was literally walking up to businesses. Who would do this? Can you give me five minutes? All day long, from 8 o'clock in the morning till 9 o'clock at night. Places that got on the, 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 no solicitation. Can't you read the sign? Not really. Not really. I went to college, but I don't even know what solicitation means. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, shit, these people, they must be easy to sell if they got a sign that says don't sell us. That's the way I think, dude. Shit, give me, give me the businesses that got, don't come in. I'm like, okay, there's something here. There's something here, you know. It's the people that let you in. You're like, yeah, come on in, man. Hey, man, can I show you something? Yeah, come on in. I'm like, shit, I ain't got no chance of selling them something. I was learning stuff. I didn't know I was learning stuff. I was 30 years old. And this is one thing I learned. If they're hard to get to, okay, if they're hard to get to, they're easy to sell. But most people don't go to them because they're hard to get to. The harder they are to get to, the more qualified they are to buy. People that didn't have time, people that had, they were locked out, they don't want you in. Dude, those are the people. So here I am, I go to Salt Lake City, I crush Salt Lake City. I'm like, this is my deal, man. I had like, can you imagine this? 100 people showed up for my seminar. I was like, damn, I'm going to be a star. So that's, I came here, Phoenix was my next city, came here, crushed it. Did the days in uh, Phoenix Airport. I'm 30, 31 years old. A um, couple hundred people are there. This is, you understand, this is 20, 29 years ago. I've been doing this for 30 years, banging on doors. 30 years. You guys are like, man, I'm tired. You a bitch. Okay? You a bitch. You a little baby. You a punk. Okay, you a crybaby, you a whiner. Okay, that's what I mean when I say bitch, by the way. This is not a feminist thing, okay? 
Okay, so don't, ladies, don't get all like, oh my God. Okay, don't do that because uh, uh, you could be you could be a grown man, a grown woman. You could be a punk. You could be a kid, whatever. You're just a baby. You're a whiner, and I and I can say that to you because I have been that guy that looked in the mirror and was like, "Do you a punk?" You know, you think you got all this going on, but you're just a punk. My entire, since I've been 30 years old, man, I've been confronting that I'm a punk. So when Elena says he's a hard man, I'm hard on me first. Okay, I I have the right to be hard on other people. Because I'm hard on me. And nobody is as hard on me as I am. There's no way you're like, anything you can come up with to criticize me tonight, folks, I have already covered the territory, Okay. Like, you don't need to try to piss on me. I've already done that deal. That job has been done. So, so I don't need your, like, like, like see, I don't, I don't spend time criticizing other people. I'm too busy criticizing me. How can I improve? How can I get better? And, and so that's what I've been doing for 30 years. And, and when I came to Phoenix, days in, Phoenix, Arizona, August the 21st. How hot is it? How stupid am I? Let's go to freaking Phoenix in August and do a day's in. Well, you know the air condition doesn't work in the winter. Okay? The room was a vertical room. It was a, a vertical room with maybe 100 plus people. I don't remember. And it was narrow, okay? And it was long like this. And, and people were all the way to the back of the room. It was only 100 people. I was like, I've done it. I'm going to be a star. Okay? The whole thing makes, I don't know. 15,000 bucks or something. I spent two weeks marketing the deal, calling on people, rejected 90% of the time. 90% of the time, people were saying, don't come back. I don't know you. They, they, those people don't even remember me today. Um, the donuts, because the hotel was like, you got to buy donuts. And I'm like, all right, well, we buy donuts, but you need to cut them in eighths. <laughs> okay, we in Phoenix, Arizona, dude. They know what eight balls are here. Yeah, give him an eight ball, dude. Don't give him a whole donut. It's one eighth. <laughs> one eighth. <laughs> you guys get it? Gonzo knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gonzo's got scale. Gonzo's still got scales in his car. <laughs> okay. So, so, so check it out. Check it out. So, so I cut up the freaking donuts and then like, would you like a lavalier microphone? And I'm like, if it's free, I want it. And they're like, no, it's $80. I did a two-day seminar for $195. It was from 8 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night. Roddy Chong is a professional. Like, he sings. He's a violinist. He's a freaking musician, right? He's an artist. Roddy, I did two days with a room all the way back to where Elena is at least, maybe a little further, with no microphone because it was $80. Bucks. i am like, $160? Fuck it. I ain't spending $160. <laughs> Okay, I ain't spending one hundred sixty dollars. Ain't gonna happen. And what happened was, you hear this voice today? Okay, that's that's what happened. I did that for a year, eighteen months of speaking to audiences because I was terrified about money. Okay, this is what Joe was talking about, man. Money. I want to talk to you about money tonight. Now I could sit here and just motivate you guys and give you. You got to tell me what you want. You want to you want to leave with the right mindset, or do you want to leave with a strategy? Okay, so if you're not taking notes, if you're not taking notes while you're here, just understand this, then you're not here for the strategy. You're here for the feel good. I want him to do something for me. Good, I'll do something for you. I'll blow you up. 
You're going to leave and talk about me. You're going to be like, oh, man, that guy's good. Okay, that ain't going to make you any money. You need a strategy, folks. You got to have a strategy. You got to have a why. Joe talked about the why. You better have a why. Most of you have the why. I mean, you ain't got to hunt for this thing. Okay, some of you, why is, look, I just don't have any money. Right? Like, I don't have any money. If that's you, say 10x. Look, don't lie to yourself, man. There's enough people that will lie to you. You don't need to be first in line lying to yourself. How many of you need money? Say 10x. Yeah, look, I know rich people. I know rich people. Like, like, like I would be the first one. Somebody say, you need money? Yes! I need some money, dog. I need some money because I know what to do with it. See, many of you in the room, you're like, no, I'm all good. Like, so proud, man. The arrogance. The arrogance and the confusion with what your parents read from the Bible about humility and all this bullshit. You tell yourself, okay, oh, you know, uh, uh, everything I have is because of, okay, uh, uh, this humble brag thing you got going on, like, oh, yeah, this happened to me, but it was only because of, like what, because of what? Because you worked hard? Because you went out and got it. Number one, you went and got it. You get it, okay? Because God ain't going to do this thing for you. God is not going to intervene on your money game. How many believe that? Will not happen. Hey, God, fix me on this budget thing, okay? Fix me. He's not a financial planner, (laughs) right? This is not his job. He's not worried about this material thing. This is your deal, and you live on a planet that happens to be financial, the financial thing is as real on this planet as gravity is real. I can't float. And when I go to Whole Foods, I need money. You can, you can go through the crystal ball section all you want over at Whole Foods. right? You can get the incense if you want to. But the truth is, when you get to the checkout, they're going to be like, that'll be $400. A bucks, $400. And, and you'll be like, uh, I don't have 400 And they'd be like, well, you get to leave the store. Right? So number one is, how do I get money? How do I get it? Number two, money is so simple, it's unbelievable. We've complicated it. What happened was people have complicated money so that they can get the money from you. Okay, number one, get it. Number two, got to keep it. Simple. We're going to keep this simple, simple. Okay, and the third thing is, how do I multiply money? So how many of you know people that know how to, don't have trouble even knowing how to get it? Okay, I'm going to show you exactly how to get money tonight. How do I get money? And if you're already getting it, let's say you're making 60 grand a year. Or you're making 80. Or you're making 100. Or you're making 40. Or maybe you're just getting started. You got a 10-year-old in the room. Where are the kids at? Kids, where are the kids? The kids, how old are you? How old are you, man? How old? 17. He's like, 17, man, I want to get money. I want to get money. What what am I going to do? I'm going to teach him to, you're an inner city kid, right? You're an inner city kid and you're in Baltimore, inner city. You know what they're telling those kids? You need to go to college. The kid's like, go to college. Dude, I ain't going to college. I can't even read. I hate high school, man. I have not checked into school for three years since I was 14. That's what that inner city kid is saying, right or wrong. And the solution is you need a higher education. 
higher education. What does that even mean? I don't even know what it means. It means you go, need to go spend five or six years in a prison. Oh, you need to borrow money to go there, to the prison, too, by the way. Uh, and, and we will give you a loan, by the way, even if you can't pay the loan back. There's more slavery on this planet today than there ever was 150 years ago, folks. Okay? We're printing slaves right now all across the planet. We take debt. We convince people it's a dream. Don't use debt. Don't use debt unless it's for something we profess as the right thing, like, like a house. How many of you borrowed money for a home? So you bust your ass, you get the money, and they're like, don't borrow money. How many were told that? All debt is bad debt. Your boy Dave, Uncle Dave. Let's go to church. Everything's going to be fine if we just believe and we pray. And don't borrow money. That is the devil's dollars. Right? You know why Dave Ramsey says that? Because Dave got busted on debt. He got, he got, he got spanked. Okay? He got, it's like Mayweather. Mayweather knows how to get money. Everybody agree? He just don't know how to keep it. <laughs> right or wrong? It don't matter how much you give, Floyd. Right? You give him four hundred million. He doesn't even know where his biggest expenses are. He knows how to get it, can't keep it. Even if he could keep it, how many of you know people that know how to keep money, but they don't know how to multiply it? I'm talking about your millionaire uncle. I'm talking about you, in your household, that one guy or gal in the household that had some money. It's in a retirement account, equity in their home, all their stuff's paid for, and they're cheap as shit. <laughs> right? How many of you know millionaires that are cheap, like freaking? You go to dinner, and they're like, you going to pay or not? <laughs> okay? I know a car dealer in, in, in Chicago, Illinois. He must, this guy must own, I don't know, 20 car dealerships. Every year, he hires a general manager and then tells the general manager, go to Bloomingdale's and, 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 and get a, an account so he can get another 10% off off of a new account. This guy's worth hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, like, like still imprisoned by, by finances, right? There's something he doesn't understand about money. And, and, and you got to get this money thing figured out, folks. Joe, Joe talked about why, okay? He wanted to help his mother out. I, I can relate to your story so well, Joe. It's probably why you and I connect, right? I was 10 years old. My dad died. And when my dad died, I started, I st how many of you got kids here? Okay, the kids see everything. They, 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 they learn constantly. They, they, everything that's happening is a learning experience for the kids. And, and, and I'm a 10-year-old, and my dad's dead, okay? And my mom, I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm collecting all this data. I don't know I'm collecting data. I think I'm a kid that just lost his dad. I don't know that I'm making calculations. Like, I got all this, this, this supercomputer operating. So do you. Everybody in the room has it. I got this supercomputer collecting data, okay? I watched my mom. My mom was supposed to be in grief. I'm like, okay, uh, my mom should be crying right now. My mom was not crying. My mom was in fear, terror. I was talking to the police in the fire, uh, fire department today. Uh, and I'm like, when she was in what a, should have been grief, she was in terror. 
calculating, making plans. I gotta, I gotta get rid of the insurance. I gotta dump the insurance. When are they gonna give me that money? I need to sell this stock over here because it doesn't have a dividend. I need to move this money because my dad had all this written down. Move all the money into an AT&T stock because it pays a dividend, a big dividend, and it'll pay you every quarter. Make sure the Social Security and the disability checks come in every month. It should be the 16th of the month. My mom is literally sitting. She's not educated. She doesn't know how to get money. She doesn't know how to get money, so she can only do what? Number two, if you don't figure all three of these out, you will live your entire life in fear when you're supposed to be having other experiences. When Joe talks about it being lonely, rich people are lonely people, I'm telling you. The biggest secret about rich people is this. I don't have anybody to travel with. It's not like people don't want to go hang out with me. Okay, how many of you would like to go hang out with Let's go to Australia, man. Let's go spend a freaking month in Australia. Just popping from place to place. Change our mind. We don't want to be in Australia. We're going to go to China for a little while. Don't want to go to China. We go to Bali. Hang out. Who wants to do that? Everybody. But you can't. You can't. Fit. You can't. So I'm like, nobody can go play. Even people that have money can't go do the play. Because they're, they're, they're enslaving. This is the story of my life I'm sharing with you. Right? How do I get it? How do I keep it? And how do I get it to multiply without me having to trade time for money? Okay? Because if you're trading time for money, you're a slave. And don't, don't think that you're not going to be a slave. At some point, you will trade time for money. You have to. You have to, period. Everybody's got to pay the price. Everybody agree? Elena talked about suffering through. Suffering. We suffered. 2010, economy collapsed. She's like, what's happening right now? I said, oh, man, this is going to be bad. I'm watching TV. I'm like, ooh, shit, this is going to be ugly. I just don't know how ugly it's going to be. This is going to be so ugly. And, and, man, I remember my mom saying, when it rains, it, oh, my God, it's going to be a monsoon. Didn't y'all just have one? <laughs> it's going to be ugly, man. I don't know that it's going to take me out. I didn't know that it was going to cut two of my businesses in half and that it was going to freeze the bank. The bank, the bank, I owed $50 million to banks on properties that, that, that produced, that multiplied money. It paid, the, the properties paid for themselves. And the bank that I owed the money to went under. And I'm like, whew, near miss. <laughs> Whoa, 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 shit, that got close. <laughs> that was close, that was close, that was close. That, that, they must have been lending money to a bunch of deadbeats. And they were. They were lending money to people they couldn't pay. New Bank comes in. I don't know the game yet. New Bank comes in and says, Mr. Cardone, you're in technical default. I said, what do you mean I'm in technical default? Dude, I make my payments every month. I've never missed. Okay, never been late. Not even late a second. I'm, not, I'm always early. I mean, maybe a day early. Not too early. Okay? And, and they're like, no, no, you're in technical default. The bank's changed names. The contract says on page 367, paragraph AEF 84 BC 23. I said, what does it say? It says, you're <laughs> It says, you are And you need to pay up to $52 million now. You got 60 days to pay it up. I'm like, yeah. 2010, who's got 50 million sitting around?